Ladies and gentlemen, check, check, one, two. let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Welcome back to Vivint Smart Home Arena. It's time for the Coaches Show brought to you by Mattress Steel as the Jazz get ready for the Wizards. So we've talked about first plays before, but I've got to guess that your first play the other night to Joe Ingles on the autism night for a three to have it work perfectly has to be your all-time first favorite first play. It was There was no doubt that he was going to shoot that shot. All the players, everybody gives Joe a hard time because a lot of times if we run something for him, he... he uh, that's your opportunity to take a bad shot. And uh, he set a great screen, you know, and, and then got open. And, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good to see. You played Bradley Beal the other night. He had scored 40 in back-to-back games coming in. He averages about eight shots a night in the paint. He only took, I think, one or two against you during the regulation. He takes about eight threes a game and only got three in that game. What were you able to do to warp his shot chart? Well, I mean, not we mentioned Joe you know obviously Joe started on him um, and then Royce both those guys did an excellent job I think we tried to make it hard for him to you know to get the ball in the spots where he's most comfortable Um, you know and then just you have to have a great awareness about where he is on the floor because um, he's got he's so capable of scoring in different ways that you know if you're closing out on him too far, um, you know, or too hard, I should say. He'll drive it if you're not going far enough or hard enough. Then he shoots a three, or he shot fakes and you foul him. And there's just you have to really concentrate. And those two guys did a really good job of that. Um, and from a game plan standpoint, the, the whole team, I think, had a great awareness of him. And um, a big part of it was getting back in transition and not allowing him, you know, everybody knowing where he is or where he was and, and, and who he is um, so that it's not just we get cross-matched and someone else is on him. It's, you know, they got to do their job. We're at that awards time of season where everyone's talking about awards. To me, it seems almost stunning that there's even a discussion about defensive player of the year. But from your standpoint, just who has Rudy, what does he do for you defensively that makes you the number one or two defensive team in the league, depending how you look at the numbers? Who, who's the other? Who, who else? Some people are talking about Paul George, Joel Embiid's being mentioned, Giannis is being mentioned. Mm-hmm. Those are great players and really, you know, excellent defenders. Um, you know, I think Rudy's unique, and um, you know, I, I think people there, there, you know, there has to be, you know, debate and dialogue. Otherwise, what would you do? You know, um, and what would we do if we didn't have Rudy? We'll end it on that one. That is the scariest thought of the day. Back with more with Ron Boone and the Shooter Report next on the Jazz Radio Network.